Hey there, this is Jeanine Ledford, your intercultural creativity keynote speaker, and this is the Diamond Mentor Moments on the Create and Grow Rich podcast, produced by Cafe Strategies, an industry leader and founder in intercultural creativity training. These are just short gems to help you grow in your intercultural creative thinking, which is now the number one skill needed in this global workforce. We hope you enjoy the lessons learned here and don't forget to look for the book coming out in spring of 2021, The Seven Gems of Intercultural Creativity, How to Connect, Create and Innovate Across Cultural Lines. Now enjoy this gem. Welcome. Today we are talking about functional agility, functional fitness, and your intercultural creativity. So excited to have you join us for this quick Diamond Mentor moment. My son had on his head a placemat one day, a circular placemat, and he said, look, it's a hat. And my husband and I looked at each other and then looked at him and of course smiled. He was about two, just turned two around that time. But the odd thing was, He never saw me put a placemat on his head. He never saw his father put a placemat on his head. We don't walk around the house with placemats on our head. So what made him do that? Since children usually learn through observation and imitation, but also curiosity. And what he was doing was functional agility, meaning he took an item and instead of using it just for the purpose and the intended use of that item, he looked at alternative ways to use this item. This, ladies and gentlemen, is functional agility, a skill we all had when we were young, but due to cultures, due to systems, just due to lowered imagination, this skill has lowered in a lot of adults, but we need to get it back for this new era that we are in. I want to introduce to you a young man called Kane. I just actually emailed him today. He will be coming on the podcast soon. So I'm so excited to get him onto the show. But Kane is famous, world famous, because he developed something called Kane's Arcade. He was sitting in his father's car shop one day when he was about eight or nine or 10 years old. And of course, like most kids, if you're at your parents' job, and there's not much to do. You just sit there bored. But then he saw a whole pile of cardboard boxes in the garage part of his dad's shop. And he said, dad, can I have those boxes? And some of you guys may realize if you're a parent or you've seen kids do this, when you buy a child an expensive gift and they put the gift aside or play with it for like a minute and then they play with the box for like two hours. This is basically what happened. Kane went to these boxes and started making little video game games that you would see in an arcade, a basketball game and just a shooter game and a skee-ball game. And he built this all with scissors, tape, and cardboard. And then he would ask the people to come up and buy and some would, some wouldn't. But one man came, I believe one of his first customers and ended up loving it and then brought his camera crew. And then that's how he became world famous. And now kids are all really just so excited about building things with their imagination and cardboard boxes. But Kane's Arcade is the beautiful example of what it means to have functional agility, what it means to really employ your imagination, to use perspective shifting, and to see normal objects in multiple ways.
I love the fact that we get to practice this in our adulthood. There's actually an activity that you'll see when you look at up this topic using a hammer, nails, a box of matches, and a candle. And you're asked to make sure that the candle is you know hanging off the wall and how are you going to figure it out and your ability to look at these items and use them in different ways is the only way you're going to get to a solution so one thing that i have my clients do when i do some of these trainings at organizations and companies is we practice how to look at functional agility and get out of that fixed mindset one of the easiest ways is to re-engage with the mundane Normal objects around your house, give yourself time to use them in different ways and in various ways. Don't turn every object into a hammer. Really challenge your, yourself to see what's another use that I can do this with. I like to use business examples because I do work with a lot of businesses and organizations. And one business example was PepsiCo. PepsiCo was looking for a way to cut back their sodium content in their snack foods but they still wanted to preserve the taste so their customers you know, wouldn't miss that craving salt, salty taste. So their scientists in their R&D department racked their brains and looked for alternatives over alternatives and they toiled away and really couldn't find a solution. Then someone happened to saunter into a research lab where they were studying osteoporosis. Now, normally bone disease has nothing to do with salty snacks. They have absolutely nothing in common, but this scientist discovered these particles of low sodium salt-like substance that they could use for their product and it really gave them the solution that they were looking for. This allowed PepsiCo to solve its problems in a completely novel way, an innovation based on an idea that originated in a completely different business for a completely different purpose. They solved these things and said, how could we use this in our situation? And so functional agility is key. Trying it at home, doing it with your family will better put you in a position for doing it in the boardroom when you need to do it at the high level that we're called to do it at. I love research, all of my trainings, all of my videos, my books are backed by research. So this came from the Harvard Business Review where they took it a step further and wanted to challenge us to look at functional bias. Okay. As some of my trainings, a lot of my, my trainings, because I deal with intercultural creativity, we deal with biases, cognitive biases, social biases, and creativity biases as well. This one is functional bias. And it goes to say that we tend to favor people who function like us. We recruit in our own image and colleagues tend to gravitate towards people who think and express themselves in a similar way. Organizations often end up with like-minded teams, and when this happens, we have what psychologists call functional bias, which results in low cognitive diversity. That's different than other types of diversity, and I'm going to do a whole diamond mentor moment on that separately. But functional bias is a problem for teams facing new, uncertain, and complex situations because... With little cognitive diversity, the team will have limited ability to see things differently, engage in different ways like experimenting or analyzing or create new options. So that is functional agility. But I want to take it one step further 
Now, like I said, I have a three-year-old son and it's wonderful having him during my intense training on intercultural creativity because I have a case study right there in front of me and he's a big part of my observational research. And what I observed is he has a multifunctional life, meaning in the morning he is outside being a botanist. He's looking at every single plant and flower and comparing them, feeling them, using all of his senses to be a botanist. And then he's a gardener (laughs) and looking down just drains and doing stuff like that. And then he comes inside and he helps his dad take apart a radio. He's a machinist and a electrician. And then he's putting his poles together and now he's an engineer and then he's baking brownies and now he is a baker. He has multiple hats, multiple functions throughout his day. And he sees himself like that. He doesn't just think that, oh, I'm just baking brownies. He says, I am a baker. Anything you put behind the words I am have significance to your subconscious brain. He's a painter. I am a dancer. I am a singer. I am a writer. I'm a reader. I'm an explorer. I'm an investigator. These are the words that he uses to describe his multifunctional life. So I want to challenge you as we close up this Diamond Mentor moment. What is your functional agility? Your ability to change functions with actual objects in your life and your ability to change functions in your life. As you know, the whole layout of getting one job for 40 years and then retiring from that job, that's kind of said and done. So being able to be agile, being able to pivot and being able to see yourself in multifunctional roles will be key. Thank you so much for joining me for this wonderful Diamond Mentor moment. You are a diamond, you are multifaceted and multifunctional. And we are so excited to um, just announce that the book will be out, The Seven Gems of Intercultural Creativity, How to Connect, Create and Innovate Across Cultural Lines, hopefully this summer. And keep checking back here for wonderful podcast interviews, great, functional people, multifunctional people I'm sending to you and just great tips so you can increase the intercultural creativity in your life and be ready for this next era to come. See you next time. Bye-bye.